3: Hockey fans, if you'd like a copy of my new book, Tales with TR, Fights, Film, and Folklore, head on over to flankerpress.com. If you'd like a personalized copy for $25 plus shipping, email me at terryryan2020 at gmail.com. That's terryryan2020 at gmail.com. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gents, boys and girls, to this episode 102B of Tales with T.R. I'm your host, Terry Ryan, on this very special Thursday. Why do I say special? Why is May 12th, 2022 special? Well, I'll tell you why it's special for me. Well, A, I love spring. The Leaps are in Game 6. Calgary's on fire. Edmonton, interesting. They're down 3-2. Stanley Cup playoffs in general are fantastic. The sun's shining. I love the spring. The days are getting longer. People are barbecuing. But the reason that this is a special May 12th is because Shoresy folks, a Letterkenny spinoff you might have heard of, is coming to Crave TV tomorrow in less than 24 hours. And right here with me, I have today's guest. His name is Ryan. Oh, I'll tell you what his name is now. See that? It, McD? What? <laughs> I, nearly, I nearly had a slip of the tongue. I'm so used to doing it one way. I don't usually get right into the guest, and everybody knows who it is because I would have posted this already. But for the mystique, the mystery, and the consistency of my beginning of my podcast, I'm going to introduce you right now, okay? Fired away. Here it goes. Ladies and gentlemen, next guest is set to star as Michaels in the brand-new Letterkenny spinoff, Shorzy, which is set for release this weekend, May 13th, on Crave TV here in Canada, on May 27th on Hulu in the old U.S. of A., his acting journey has brought in him to, has created an interesting ride with appearances in things like Battlestar Galactic on Slapshot 3 and Smallville. Today, this brand new father is getting ready for the release of our new show, and we'll also be launching a podcast on this subject soon with yours truly. He is a fine father, a dynamite dad, an amazing actor, a fabulous friend, a thoughtful Thespian, a cool Canadian. He's not really jacked, but boy, can he act? He can dangle, <laughs> it's true, but plays goalie, too. Tomorrow, you'll see he's in Shorzy with me. Oh, my, my, he's a good-looking guy. He shows off his junk and is a pretty fun drunk. In my garden, there's a tree, and they call him McDee. He's smart and has wit, and Shorzy gives him shit. Folks, Scream 2 had a dude named Jerry O'Connell, and please welcome my pal, it's Ryan Michaels O'Donnell. How the hell are you oh. doing, Ryan? <laughs>
2: Yeah. well it's mcdonald but yeah fuck
3: yeah, yeah. oh that's yeah. great man oh yeah mcdonald what
2: a, what a, what a, what I, I got a, the o'connell
3: and o'donnelly yeah, of course it's mcdonald yeah, i know no, your name jesus
2: everyone i know everyone calls me mcd anyway but uh oh man how you doing terry i'm looking Ryan forward here. so
3: people that i guess don't pay real close attention um i was last week, and we went and did we did e-talk we did yeah. a few different uh interview hits bar down myself and mcd were a team how did you, did you did you enjoy that and any of the other shows that you were on were you part of this uh pre-blitz media team media team
2: no not not really i mean uh, there's there's been there's been some with like small stuff but not uh not like a not like a full-on blitz with everyone just all week here uh we've had a i think the full cast pretty much has been coming in and out of toronto um i know there's a bunch of them doing it today too we were giving them a little shout out and uh uh yeah bar down was 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 great uh etoc was great um uh i've been looking forward to meeting those boys for a while from bar down so that was uh that was a good time and uh been keeping keeping chatting with them and stuff like that and hopefully go play a little hockey pass the biscuit around with them and go play some golf at woodington lake golf and country clubs my uh my angel of a partner, Diana Salvatore, is looking after the little boy out there right now while I'm doing this. Uh, that's her dad's course, so we'll be we'll, we'll hitting the sticks out there this summer a little bit. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good.
1: Yeah,
3: and you know whether whether people receive this well or they don't. I mean, it got a great review in the Globe and Mail, so that's great. That that's
2: did it ever?
3: Hey, and I mean...
2: he's a he's a he's a particular uh, uh, critic. So, dude, very that was, very, that was very very nice. very
3: very much very much he's been known to be scathing at times so i wasn't sure yeah. like and that's the first thing mitch melnick called me last night from tsn radio in montreal and we did a little and that's the first thing he said he said well you know what if you get a good review in the globe and mail it's a great start because it's not always yeah. a, it's a tough nut to crack um so for me you're right in the you, know, you you being in toronto while this comes out is a little different i'm here people yeah. kind of recognize me anyway from hockey or you know it's a smaller place for those that don't know, I've mentioned it before. St. John, I bet you're areas. getting
1: stopped all
2: over the place. What's that? I bet you're getting stopped all over the place.
3: Well, there. I know, but I always kind of did, you know, like not always, but people True. know. Like, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying in this celebrity way. I mean, you know, I'm in the film community no, and a... the athletic community. I do a lot of public speaking. I ran a bar downtown. I work with Red Bull. I was the head rep for the island. So I've just. But my yeah. my my face has been all, over. you know, it's not yeah, a novelty yeah. to, to meet Terry Ryan around here, which is cool, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, like if I walk yeah. into the grocery store, in my mind, I, I'm not thinking that people are recognizing me. I, I guess they will. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not getting approached for autographs around here anymore. That happened two decades ago. Gotcha. But, the, but gotcha. my face lasted. So but for you, <laughs> right, yeah. there's going to be. And I'm not saying that's the case in downtown Toronto, but I don't live there. Like the other day yeah. we were out in Toronto and a couple of people approached me about Shorzy and that was odd. I guess enough of them have seen the... I, uh, I,
2: w- I okay. went to a game and uh, uh, the last game of uh, the, the Leafs in Boston, the regular season. My partner got me those tickets for uh, just an appreciation gift and it was very sweet. Um, I, I actually uh, I, had, I, had a, I had a guy come up to me that, that recognized that clip. And so, Shorzy! Yeah. <laughs> fuck you shorty and I'm like so I just kind of laughed I was like holy shit well, yeah i guess they is this did the beginning then, of it like yeah right yeah, it not then, out McTee, so yeah
3: i keep yeah, i keep cutting funny. you off but um no if uh, if 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 they did then they're going to now whether like i said whether people love it or hate it i mean i hate saying it it almost sounds ambitious but you know that the the people that watch it are going to be in the seven figures it's going to be over a million people you know worldwide that are going to see yeah yeah I'm, I'm going low here like at some point you know what i mean i'm just doing the math i don't want to seem cocky about the show maybe it goes nowhere maybe people don't like it i'm saying i mean who, who am i to judge i don't really know the global mail was good but what i'm trying to say is that our lives are going to change one way or the other i think you <laughs> being in toronto i think is going to be really magnified because you're going to walk out and every you know if i lived in toronto it'd be the same for me but i don't around here it's just going to be another thing that terry's doing oh the earth, yeah he's in the TV shows now, but he's in Shorzy. Like it's not going to be like walking in to a bar restaurant on Queen West somewhere and going, hey, that guy over there is in the movies, right? And that's yeah. going to be your
1: life.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I'm also new to Toronto, right? So, I mean, I've been in Vancouver since like in and out of there since 2002. So this is a brand new experience being here in a new city too. Um And with everything that's been going on and then just having the new baby, little Vincent, um, it's, it's, uh, it's been a lot. I've been quite a homebody, you know what I mean? I I got to go see uh, my, my old band play at the horseshoe actually one night and go to the hockey game. Um, But, you know, other than that, we just like Diane and I've gone for walks, uh, things like that. But now with, like you said at the beginning, Oh my God, what a long winter. Like I I wasn't I wasn't quite expecting like moving to Toronto to have this type of winter. But like now that it's gone, uh, you know, you're smelling people barbecuing, the days are longer, the sun is shining, it's all of a sudden it's twenty degrees outside. It's yeah. like this is yeah, I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. I don't know what the fucker with these little father, bugs
3: everywhere. You know, uh, fatherhood. How your baby's what, three months old?
2: No, he's uh he was born March eighteenth, so he's he's just approaching two months now. So he's okay. He's partying all night and sleeping all day. So
3: what part of T.O. Do you uh, live in?
2: We're living like about around Liberty Village. Uh, oh,
3: beautiful. Like over King Street West Street area. Bellwoods. Very I, close. Yeah. They go I for used a little to walk love doing through there. That, Ryan. I used to wake up. I lived in Parkdale. If you. Yeah. Uh, in an apartment. You know, I got one there for the summer and uh, used to. Uh, Come on in. I used to head down. Oh, uh, doing the podcast. Uh, just one second. It, why this yeah, what welcome. happens on my podcast? You never who, know who's going to drop by.
1: What's yeah, man.
3: That's it. Gerald Butt, former Yankees and Reds draft pick. Uh, doing there some, you go. Doing some carpentry work on my house. What's my new up? house. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> what, that's what goes down. <laughs> um, but uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. But I, uh, no, I don't necessarily mean that you're going to be, you know, oh, look at you. You're going to be famous. I just know. No, no, no. Change. Like, I've already gotten people now that I haven't talked to since but they talked to me when I was a first round pick and I was on the way up when I hurt my mm-hmm. ankle. I was playing in the minors and, and told I wouldn't play in the NHL anymore. I haven't really heard from them since. And now I think they since the Super Bowl, lo and behold, yeah, hey, yeah. T-Bone, how <laughs> you doing? I uh, remember me. Of course, I fucking remember you. I haven't talked to you in a while. I noticed yeah, that you yeah. don't come to see senior hockey games. I noticed that while I was in school on student loans, I didn't hear from you. And you. I applied at your company if you didn't see my resume. But <laughs> anyway, it's great to see you again. I bet you need tickets. You're right. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's
0: just. Oh, man. Been, I can
3: imagine.
2: I can imagine. It's been a journey for you, man. I, 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 I get that. Like, as for myself, you know, I don't know. It, I've been chipping away doing the odd acting job and like some bigger than others, some a little more notable than others, but nothing like I mean, nothing like where we had this clip come out and all of a sudden it's got a million views on YouTube, you know, like that's, that's quite a it's, it's a little staggering. I've definitely, uh, without question, have been a lot busier, uh, lately, um, doesn't mean that's uh, booked any of this stuff, but I've been, you know, uh, getting requested for a lot of, uh, what do you think? a lot of opportunities, so.
3: What do you think Um, of it? You saw six episodes, so did I. What do you really think? It's hard for me to to watch it with unbiased eyes. Well, with, yeah,
2: without, without giving anything away. I mean, I, I, uh, I really took away that, A, um, like it's funny as all hell. Uh, and I, and I expected that, but you know, I I was, you're always kind of a little trepidatious about like, okay, I've seen a lot of hockey stuff some better than others, what, like, how is this going to look? Like, how is this visually going to look? Is it going to be too bright? Uh, Are are people going to be wearing their gear properly? You know, like, is it going to be clunky? Like, are all the goals just going to be, like, little wristers into the open net where the goalie's, like, completely, like, missing it? You know, I and I can confidently say that it is not that. But it's got um like we said, we were talking about it too in some of the interviews, like it's got this underlying kind of heart to it that yeah. that um I didn't really quite expect or not expect, but like I didn't really take away from when reading all the scripts and kind of just being there and we're all goofing off and having such a great time sitting around the dressing rooms and doing you know doing our scenes and stuff. Um but it's gotta it's got this like um, I don't want to compare it to other stuff, but it, 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 like it did give me a vibe of. Uh, well, Actually, I probably shouldn't compare, but you know, like, a, well, like I like mean, Ted Lasso in a way. Like yeah, there were some things, there's a, there's like, there was some underlying. Bits... Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, and there's like other that, stuff but... that's done. You know, there's other stuff from other sports, even from it. There's influences. Yeah, like, there's a little bit of Eastbound and Down in there. There's a little bit of totally. From, right and, and and there's a yeah. little bit of, of slapshot of young blood whatever came before it right because i mean we're we're playing on i, I don't think anything it's very very unique but i'm talking about a feel and what i got out of it is that we're doing it in the chirps and everything and we're in the scenes that are funny and you know i did read the scripts but i i, I guess i didn't read it deep enough I, Shorzy's deep and the the deeper Shorzy's, yeah. Shorzy's character gets i think that's what we're we're referring to is that's the heart the of values. it I,
1: yeah. I didn't
3: realize that you know you could have searched him deeper and you know he could have been a pimp with the you know the boys mothers and you you don't know where it could have gone but you know and again i don't want to give anything away i mean obviously that didn't happen yeah. but but there is you know with, with again it's tough we're, we're really treading the line but it's just deeper his character is deeper than i thought and with that you know we're we're part of that we're part of the depth it you
2: know? makes you want to invest more into it and it's not just um how it differs to me from Letterkenny almost is that there's, um, it and and not to take away from Kenny is like side splitting, I, I can't stop laughing the whole time, but you can kind of watch some of them in and out all over the place, right? Yeah, well, they're jokes like a bunch just of skits. don't stop for me, it, yeah, it, yeah.
3: Each, each episode is like a series of skits that could be standalone. Yeah.
2: Where this this has some some uh, you know some progress and and you're you're getting into the characters and like now you know now that we're done I'm I'm just I think uh, man I'm I won't lie I'm
3: itching to see if we the continuity you know, a is a bit two. more graceful maybe yeah you know? yeah absolutely maybe maybe that would be but I mean who knows I'm excited for people to see it one way or the other I'm a little bit nervous about my character because I had to play an exaggerated version of myself you know I had to go with. I think, I mean, that's how I went about it. But, you know, the accent was something that I'd never really gone that far with. So I based right. it on some people that I know really well. Well, I grew up, uh, you can tell I have a Newfoundland it was- accent, but Hitch is a little bit over the top. But, I, I mean, that's, that's the character. So I really yeah. enjoyed doing it. I really, really did. I'm like, you know what? What would Uncle Daryl say this like? You know, what yeah, would Fox yeah, yeah. Paolo say this like? And, you know, I would get myself pumped up. But it's just, I think any time that the whole world is about to receive something that you've done, you know, and I've, I've done things like Hudson and Rex and the same thing would happen. But,
2: uh, you let know. me ask you this quick. So just speaking to accents and stuff, and sorry to cut you off, but like, no, so when I was like, I'm 38 now when I was like, I was probably like 17, maybe like 16, 17 coming over to St. John and playing in uh, hockey tournaments and stuff. Like there was some, there was some, like it was thick accents and stuff, yeah. especially when we were billeting. Like I remember sitting around a dinner table and, uh, our coach's mom, I couldn't. I, we we stayed with the coach's. Uh, I think it was coach's sister, whatever. Um, and their family was all there, and we were having a big supper, and and uh, I couldn't understand a lick. It could be hard. Yeah. It was so thick, but um, I've noticed, and I'm just curious with like all of the mishmash now of like with social media and just TV, and then blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Like, are the young kids kind of uh, losing it a little bit? Like, well, or is it kind of trickling away? No,
3: in some you, ways. I, that's a, a, a long question, right? To, to sum it up. Yeah. I, but no, you know, it's, it's a great question. It's a fantastic question because people think, yeah. oh, you're talking like a Newfoundlander, which that's hard. To, like, if, if anything, I learned from doing folklore, I did a lot of local folklore, is that we have the most dialects, distinct dialects per capita in the entire planet. You can go to. It will all sound a bit Irish, right? Yeah. But Now it's actually you're in Britain. Cockney sounds a lot different than you know. You could be in different parts of London. People st- talk differently. It's it's yeah. it's um the same way here. You could be from Southern Shore, and okay. For example, I know Jarrett watches Coldwater Cowboys, and so right. parts, a lot of the parts that he wrote were things that he heard there. But those mm-hmm. are people from all over the island that are like. The, the, the show isn't just one place. So a lot of Newfoundlanders say center heist, right? It, ice. They drop an H or they add an H or like, um, right. He hit the ball. He hit the ball by. Do you see him? He hit it. He hit it. Yeah. He hasn't really said huh. there's no H sound, but but he uh, like, you'll, yeah, yeah. you'll, you'll add one sometimes or you'll drop it depending on the vowel sound. And it's tough. It's tricky. Mm-hmm. And It changes community to community and it's not really something they do in st john's which is half the population of the island but they do do it in say arnold's cove and in joe bat's arm and there's little places so to, I, I didn't have to pick like just a newfoundland accent i had to go with something so there's actually it's funny that the house i'm sitting in i bought Font Paolo's house he's a legendary zamboni driver in mount pearl <laughs> yeah, a, bit of a health scare. So he moved out of here. But uh, yeah, and he was a good friend of mine. So Fonts would talk like this. Look at what are you at, young Ryan? You're going to the draft in the NHL area. Well, that sounds pretty good to me, but and <laughs> yeah. it was really low. So all I did really did was speed because we used to imitate Fonts. I can do it we used to imitate him growing up. He was the Zamboni driver. So I just kind of my character. I slowed down responses kind of draw and just because in my head i could do it without trying so i was like jared i I can say center heist but if you want me to and then i got to be consistent then hockey is hockey and then um you know amazing is that's amazing but like so it's really gonna yeah yeah and (laughs) i might screw it up once or twice but to answer your question you're right in saint john's you don't hear it as much but around the 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 out the, the out the bays and everything i mean yeah and there's reasons for that. Those communities of state, like people have it's, a lot of them have been around since the 1600s. Danny Clary's area, Harbor Grace contains a place called Cupid's and that's the oldest settled European settlement right. in, North, in all of North America, 1605. right? So, So people wow. relied on each other and that's why there's so many people. Newfoundlanders would say, a lot of them my family would say, I'm not a performer, yet they know how to play the guitar. They go up they say they don't do stand up comedy but every weekend with the bingo game at the legion in St Mary's Bay right they'll grab the mic I and they'll go we- up it's a lot of that's going on so yeah with, with that the accents get passed down and yeah uh, in, in the smaller places but in places like St John's not only that you're getting more and more people that move there from other places so oh, yeah. you're exactly right in the last 20 yeah. years i think in St John's you call you call them Bayman. Outside the overpass or townies. If you're in here this way and gotcha. townies, a lot of townies sound like they could be from the mainland now. Good. Good. Uh,
2: I'm looking forward to getting screech next time I'm there. Cause I was too young when I was there before. So although we were sneaking into place, I remember we snuck in, in the hotel bar to see buddy, what's his name and the other fella. So I think that's what it was around called. here. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: they, they yeah. command a high price for a ticket around here. Not so much on the mainland. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for you know how I used to do it, I used to put Vaseline me, and my buddy, Gary Clark and Jeremy Charles, who's now a one of the best chefs in the world that owns Merchant Tavern and Ravens downtown. But we used to go down when we were 14, 13, if you can believe it for me, I was a big kid and put Vaseline and pepper on our face, which yeah. looked like stubble, and then bring my brim yeah. in my hat and put it right down over my eyes. And I don't remember getting turned away. So and at first it was just a novel. amazing. Yeah. Go in, go into the Cotton Club, watch a naked woman. That's the first place I decided to go, and I barely hang out there. <clears throat> I don't mind saying that. I mean, I even in Montreal, the strippers are big, everybody. But I'm like, why would yeah. we go and pay when we can just go to Thursdays and walk out of there with someone not only that's <laughs> great looking, but might have great stories. You know, we can go over to their place and yeah. party. So I've never been huge into the strippers, contrary to popular belief. But back then, yeah, I wanted to see tits. <laughs> I wanted to have a oh, beer. And I wanted to see tits. <laughs> Uh, growing oh, man, up, I give me your it, ho- favorite it. hockey player. Growing up, Steve Eiserman. Yeah, that's a great fucking pick. Um, and how about? I uh, wore nineteen album? my whole life, cousin. Give me your favorite album growing up. These are off the cuff. Wow,
2: uh, la, 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 la. favorite album. Damn.
3: Wow, that's a tough
2: one. Um,
3: I always.
1: Give oh, an you album. know what?
2: No, per- uh, Pearl Jam Versus Ooh, I think that I, I, I. I I played the fuck out of that in the car. That, that cassette was in their Chrysler dynasty for probably four years. Just <laughs> just kept playing. You need my dad gone into it too, eventually. because I love
3: it. I, I, yeah. I was, uh, yeah, like I said, I, lived, I played hockey in Tri-Cities when all that was happening, man. I watched Pearl Jam. Oh, amazing. Like, I've seen them a
2: few times. Some of the best shows I've ever seen. Uh, I've seen a lot of shows.
3: Now, I'm going to give you five things I liked about Sudbury. Yeah. Just... That I, I they might overlap, so then you can add to this, but I loved I loved that a there was a lake right in the middle of the city, and i don 't normally see that in bigger cities. it was wild mm-hmm. and I 'm saying this, people because it was the pandemic, and it was a weird time to be there, and it was the winter, and you know there was a lot of unfortunate events led to people being homeless, they were very nice though, but there was tents set up all over downtown, and it had this. Feeling of despair, but we, I think it was just the time that we were there. No one could do anything. It was the pandemic. Even the Sudbury Wolves were shut down for the most part. Yeah, so I figured yeah. I'm going to, you know, these are the things I like. The people, I love the lake. I love the hockey. Everybody was into hockey in the subbury Wolves. It was a real vibe at the game. And I like yeah. the old rink. Uh, there was a lot of Newfoundlanders I like talking to and the restaurants. I love the restaurants. But uh, what did you take? Could you believe that? Like, had you been there? The lake right in the middle of the city? No. A lake, no, no, no. Like, like you could be in the finance industry and just you could walk across the street and your house could be on the water with a boat. I found that really odd. Did you enjoy
2: it? I, I, I thought it was beautiful. And actually, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but the, the first day I got there, and we were starting to all get set up and do our fittings and blah, blah, blah. I was actually staying in a place uh, by the lake. And then I had caught wind that like everyone was at the hotel so i kind of was like yeah is it too late to maybe move to the hotel with everyone because a if it was a different time like the summer or whatever and everything was opened up granted that would be absolutely amazing but you know being that we were we couldn't go uh to a lot of places um i was like i need to be with with the boys and everyone else right and so um yeah, the lake, was it's beautiful. And I'd I, I love to see it in the summertime, um, even though we did see a bit of it on the, the one night with Jared's Cottage there. Yeah,
3: I'd love, to, I'd love uh, to see it in the summertime, too. I hope we get to go back at some point. I hope, uh, yeah. I don't know, maybe the plot line goes to ball hockey or something. And we can yeah, go do it the <laughs> a
2: little golf um, tourney. Um, uh, yeah, uh, like you said, the restaurants, too, man. Great food. Um, uh, I was way better like, than I was expecting. Yeah, the sushi was good. Loved Respect is Burning, Peppy Panini's. Uh, yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, and we know, had the doghouse. Because
3: there was places like that open, but it was the peak of the pandemic. And where we were, it was breaking out. But we were right downtown. So we went to these places a lot. and There wasn't that many people there because of the time. But yeah. It was fantastic. I highly recommend uh, three of those places that you just mentioned. I can't... The
2: the first time I've gotten there, uh, like, before we kind of all knew each other that well, I parked my ass by myself at Respect is Burning at the end of the bar just trying to kind of keep away from people. I had the Chicken Caesar there and a few glasses of wine and we'd go home and shut it down and it was like... That was that was great. To me. You know,
3: so. you know what's funny on any other thing I've worked on, the actors would want to stay like that, like off on their own, do their thing. But it really did feel like a hockey team, like we all wanted to be in, yeah. you know, because let's be honest, it was a decent hotel. But given the time and this place and the circumstances, if you're on yeah. your own, you would want to be out by the lake. But we yeah. did a lot of hanging out. Virtually every night went for a bite to eat. Um, there was a little gym downstairs, uh, the odd
2: little pool you know, party. Pool. I thought <laughs> yeah. it was fantastic,
3: uh, compared yeah. to other things I've worked on. Not that I'm a wily vet. You've been in this game longer than I have. What did you think of that? Did you think it was a good team camaraderie? It was, a, as... it was the
2: best experience, best experience I've had on location, uh, by, by far, like by far, even though I, I can't imagine what it would be like when things were all opened up, God knows maybe it would have gone out of hand, <laughs> but, uh, but like, um, I think we did pretty well for ourselves the way it was. And, um, and you know, after we all kind of started to get to know each other, it was, uh, that's when it really started to take, take shape. And I think it shows in the show as well. So what
3: would be your favorite sports movie outside of, outside
1: of hockey? Ah, uh, boy, that's a tough one. Oh, uh, no, these are hard to you slide- know, feel,
2: feel the dreams is great, but I uh, love like that. Uh, Any Given Sunday.
3: Um, Ooh, two great ones right there.
2: Yeah, I love Any Given Sunday.
3: I mean, Rudy is always great, too. But <laughs> Rudy is like the Shawshank Redemption to me. Like, it's so, yeah. or, or like the song Against the Wind. Like, they're fantastic. Yeah. And I, what's the word? I don't give them enough credit anymore because I've overplayed them, but Rudy yeah, hard to get a better sports movie because a it's true. If, if there's anybody listening that doesn't know that story, I mean, please watch it. They've, they've, oh, it's
1: they've, fantastic.
3: they've, it's been years, uh, but they've, they've really done a good job. I read the story. And even though there are parts that are slightly exaggerated, this thing is true that what this guy did and for his family and for the future of his family, everything else, it's cause to me, it's one of the most like they say survival of the fittest and everything you're doing. Well, this guy did not deserve to play if not for the hard work. And uh, yeah, it's such a great story. You know what? I like the natural. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen the natural? You
2: know, I, I only watched that over the pandemic because I I was going through some of the, I was making lists, uh, you know. Miracle too. I haven't. Even, I was. I played in Miracle as an extra. <laughs> wow! And, and I was like, I just never saw the movie. I, I auditioned for it a bunch, um, and I was pissed off. I never got it, so I never watched it. But I watched that over the over the pandemic too, and I was like, "Fuck, this, this is a pretty damn good movie." Um, but The Natural I watched as well. Uh, oh yeah, man, great. The baseball ones
3: are just. I liked about The know. Natural. Now there's so many, and I, the thing is, I was. As I was thinking of questions, I kind of had time to think about that, so as I was writing it, but what I love about it it's because it's not really a true story, but there's a lot of things going on, you know, everything's based on something, and I went back, and you know, the whammer is, baby. I did this in folklore too, it was coming up with stories mm-hmm. that are not we came up with, you know, these stories that get passed on over time, like the Brothers Grimm in the 1850s came up with Hansel and Gretel and Snow White and, and uh, oh the little girl, the Red Riding Hood and all those, and they were actually, yeah, the, yeah. they were they were they were adult stories, like crazy adult stories, really. But, you know, they get passed on over time. So The Natural was written, like, I guess, way back in the 30s. But The Whammers clearly represents Babe Ruth. And there were owners, like, you know, the owners just such a prick. And, and the yeah. journalist, Robert Duvall. And they all represent, they're almost stereotypes of the extreme versions at the time. But it, it still is a good representation of, of sports at the time. And, and you know, the... It was corrupt, but there were heroes like the Black Sox had just happened. Uh, Babe Mm -hmm. Ruth got traded, but he became a, a, you know, there was just a lot of these fantastical stories in the era where everybody had a nickname. Um, Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah.
3: You know, I I just really enjoyed it. Um, Do you think anybody in the NHL will wear number 99 again?
1: I mean, isn't there
2: a rule that they can't or, uh, I think some kid's going to want to.
3: There is, but I, I think they're going to be. I just get a Some
2: Russian kid is going to come in. <laughs> they will Wanna wear it. I think at yeah. some point they're just going to say,
3: I I don't know when it'll be, but I find I ask that because I find in everything like, you know, like I often now I'll hear someone say something about bruce Springsteen. i'm like what you don't know bruce Springsteen? they'll laugh while well, he's old i'm like jesus christ is that real are you guys re- right. I'm talking to younger people now on my hockey team yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm like, yeah. what what and you know the beatles to a, gr- a degree i mean they're still relevant but people I, and then i'm like you don't even know the songs man and i don't know if that'll happen it's starting to now because
2: you might be right yeah you might be I right i think
3: like mcdavid and drives little, i think they're wicked players but you know You're really, really... And I know the goalies, the argument that, you know, the rules were different, the goalies were worse. Yeah, but Gretzky won by, like, double. Like, you know, like, McDavid won this year by three points or whatever it was at the end of the year. Great for him. It's, But I don't know if people remember the level of fucking dominance. Yeah,
2: man. I remember it. Like, I remember him just single-handedly taking care of the Leafs in 93, 94, whatever it was. Like, just... 92, 93, yeah. yeah. Um, Just he he just had a different era he just would find these 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 lanes in these little areas to go to Before and then just systems, be so right? sneaky like, yeah yeah
3: systems but now everybody knows where to go and, and it's just that mcdavid is so much faster than everybody I Man, i'm not saying he's not brilliant and he might not he might yeah. end up being the number one player but i just find when people cast it off like it's a, a definite i'm like no my god like do you hear mary lemieux and wayne gretzky but They have, but, you know, they don't want to go back and look. I I think things fade over time, and I think in another 10 or 20 years, they'll have it still honored, but someone will wear it. And, I mean, who am I to say they shouldn't? Um, Well, you'll see, I mean, like, uh, not to compare, but, like, even
2: Matthews, um, just the certain smarts, like, it reminds me of kind of a Gretzky because I would see these little, just these sneaky plays where, like, He'll just all of a sudden on a power play fucking just leave the zone, go up around the center, ice, curl back in, all of a sudden he's got the one-timer. And it's yeah, just like, I love when he does it, that. Like, fuck, man, it's so fun to
3: watch. It is, but and uh, I think the game is better to watch now. I mean, I hate, I'm, I'm not comparing everything with when I was a kid. That would be silly. I just, the, if, if people were to look back at the numbers, like, think how crazy 92 goals that sounds. That sounds yeah. nuts. It's the most goals ever in a season. He got 92. Well, that same year, if he never got one goal, he still would have won the scoring handily with just his assists. And yeah.
1: those <laughs> that's are, true, right?
3: That those are it, it's there's generational and there's insane. And that to that's me, insane. It's, it's going to. Yeah, it's going to take a lot. Um, Do you remember any, as long as we're talking about
1: movies, yeah, yeah, you remember yeah. any sports commercials that stand out? Uh was so like the like the Dougie Gilmore one with the got milk, like he
2: had the milk legs on him. <laughs> he
3: had cow legs.
2: <laughs> yeah, when he had cow legs. And it was
3: it was everywhere in Toronto, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tommy would get like the gritty like Gatorade sweat coming off. He had his fist up, right, smiling. <laughs> and and even Sundin would be like flying down the wing for, yeah. for, for it seemed like a decade. You'd go to Toronto and it was Doug Gilmore. And his body was a cow. And you were like, my God, yeah. <laughs> this guy's a legend. Please. I'm sure <laughs> anyway, I had a poster. I'm sure you got that. paid well for it. Um, oh, no, yeah. I like the Bo it's Jackson. Pretty... I, you're probably a little too young. Go back and look Bo at knows. Bo Jackson. Bo Nose. They had a commercial yeah, Bo man. Knows. Uh, and, I remember uh, that. It's, it's worth watching. Hockey was in. You had
2: those, that all-star cartoon show, too, where it was yeah. like
3: remember
2: that? Oh, cartoon versions of Bo Jackson and Wayne Gretzky and Michael Jordan, I think. You're you're right. I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like the sports all stars and they go and Saturday. Save morning. the day.
3: Yeah, it was yeah, wild. Yeah. Like and I yeah. saw that one morning. I would watch it. it you know, there was a Atlantic Canadian show called Switchback. I would watch that. And then I would watch Smurfs. And then it was yeah. a number of things. It might be the polka dot door, or Mr. Dress Up, or whatever. I'm going real back there. Oh, and then it, as it evolved polka door, Mr. Dress up. They they, they were they became weekday things. But on Saturday mornings, it was always I love the Smurfs for whatever reason around here. And I would watch that and look forward to it. And then Scooby Doo got reran. And then at some point when I was like nine or ten, Wayne Gretzky became part of that lineup. And I'm going, "What? what's happening here? How did this happen? And it was Bo Jackson, Wayne Gretzky. You're right. Michael Jordan. I can't remember the football player like uh, Troy Aikman. Dion
2: Sanders. No, no he, uh, well,
3: Sanders played both. As or it was well.
2: Bo Jackson played both, too. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I, yeah who There was someone else?
3: It was interesting. Um, give me DM at TR. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, well, I yeah. let people I could we Don't could find it. out the answer right now, but I'll let I'll let people do a deep dive yeah. and uh, watch yeah. an episode. I know it was. Well, oh, it it's got to be on YouTube. The superstars, the like all
2: stars, the cartoon all stars, or like something like that, or
3: yeah, something like that. Uh, I don't What's, know. I don't like know. V, do you mind sticking around for some uh, rapid fire randoms?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Let's go.
3: And what I got to do, so I'm doing Zoom, and for some reason, it's not reading my, uh, my upgrade. So there's one minute left. So oh, I'm yeah. going to cancel this one. This will be volume one of the uh, episode. Oh, yeah. And we'll then- just take a little break. We're going to go rapid fire randoms, okay? So I'm going to be back. I will send you an email and we're going to pick yeah. up right where we left off. Two Sounds good, my of man. Lamb's okay.
0: Peace. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs with DraftKings same-game parlays? You can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay,
3: here we are. We're back. Ryan back. I literally had to peel...
2: Literally peeled the jersey off. It's fucking roasting here in Toronto. Yeah, I saw right it's now. like
3: twenty five. It's a nice day here too. I'm inside, oh. but uh it, here in the, it still gets a little chill in the morning. Like it might be you put your head, six degrees, but midday it's it always just, like we're about twenty one right now too. Guy Rock I could say. Literally had to peel well, the old the Bieber water, version of the. Sticks.
2: Yeah, it's a fun. Oh man, that's a good feeling. I mean, I grew up. Right in the Bay of Funday too and it's it's kind of the same vibe so
3: well vibe is one thing but if we get the wind coming yeah, yeah, it yeah. Can
1: change everything.
3: <laughs> I, bet, I love I it bet. but you know that can that definitely changes the weather for us now if the weather was always great in Newfoundland if it was like Hawaii too many people would want to live here so it's a catch-22 even complaining about it but, yeah you know I, I I I've grown to love the weather here I mean you know if it's Shitty, we deal with it, and that's why we're tightly knit, I guess. But are you ready? Are you ready? Ryan McDonald oh, yeah. for rapid fire random. Rapid fire random. Here we go. Okay. Question number one. Get ready, Terry. Get ready. Have you ever tried seal? Have you eaten seal before? No. Give, give, you got to give up one of these things. It's actually, it's really strong. The flavor is really strong. I've, I've heard. Yeah, really, I've seen it on cooking shows. It's worth trying. Once you get it out of your mind that, I mean, I don't know why you would. I mean, seal is seal, but it, it does have a distinctly different taste. It's not necessarily a bad taste, but it tastes like nothing else.
2: People you, eat a lot in Norway and stuff, too, right? They it's do. That's crazier, part of our culture. Yeah. People get yeah. mad. I
3: mean, it's part of our culture. I mean, Jesus, they were doing it here for thousands of years. I mean, you know, and if you don't kill the seals, I'm sorry, but the, there's no fish left. And, you know, like, I mean, it's a very political, yeah. it, it's, it's a very polarizing question, but to be honest, I love the Beatles and everything, but Paul McCartney doesn't know what he's talking about. Trust me. We've done <laughs> it for years. There's a way to kill them. There's a way to do it. And it looks bad, but that's the way we've done it. And hey. it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a question more for a politician, but I support the SEAL industry. We've done it for centuries and it keeps the balance. Uh, you got to give up one of these things. Okay. Pizza
1: slash pasta. Beer or wearing jeans and hats. Holy Jesus. Uh,
3: uh I know it's tough. Beer. I know. At least with the beer, you can still get you can go for those
2: neutrals. Juice. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, I like those neutrals, those soda version things. Yeah, you know. You could you yeah. could drink
3: that, I guess, and still get by because pizza and pasta.
2: Oh man, Life. pizza is like that's a that's a tough uh, one for me, man. And hats and a jean? No, 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 no. That was no. that's the number one I wouldn't give away, probably. So me too.
3: I'm more are you like me. I'm I'm more often than not I have jeans on. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now.
2: Although I have moved over to these Lululemon pants. The fuck are they ever they great. They're nice. I joined, <laughs> yeah. I joined the <laughs> yeah. parade last year. Stretchy well. and like, yeah, they're great. I just anyway. can't
3: get used to like walking into a bar with my jogging pants, but everybody does it. But it's not joggers. Ch- they're not joggers. They're like,
2: they're, they look like golf pants, but they're also like,
3: I know you they can do. wear them anywhere.
2: They're great. I, I, I wear my Well, mine,
3: <laughs> the ones that I have that look like pants they look like pants so i you know it is wear them when i wear my pants like i wear pants but the the ones that have that you know that they're not joggers but yeah yeah. the cuff yeah i i still find it odd to wear something so comfortable into a bar maybe i i don't know if it's it doesn't feel like i should be allowed to be going to a trendy place and wearing them but that's what people do now it's become part of the culture i guess so People By are tucking means,
2: their socks over the cuffs, too. So. You, know,
3: you, you don't know where your kid's going to be, where you're going to be in 16 or 17 years. Hopefully, you're making a lot of money, but you really don't know. But yeah. in this world, you're offered two free years of college for your kid right now, two free years. But, but what you've got to do is take seven grams of mushrooms and walk onto a ride at Canada's Wonderland wearing a, a Beatles Sergeant Pepper outfit. OK, so 3.5 grams. I, I, I microdose. You know, I take like yeah, yeah. one. of It's not even enough. It puts me in a good mood in the morning. So seven, 3.5 is like a hero dose. Now we're saying seven double hero dose. So you might be all fucked up and you got to wear a loud outfit. Go on. Canadian, who knows what's going to happen? You're a you're going to probably be freaked out. You're going to freak other people out. You don't really know how you're going to react because you're going to be on a crazy fucking trip. But if you get through it, which you will. But it's a really fucked up ride. Your kid gets two free years at at college. Do you
1: do it?
2: Yeah, no, let's do it.
3: Mm. For Vincent.
2: (laughs) No, let's do it. Whatever. I mean, if I'm going to come out of it, I don't want to be forever changed like some weird acid trip or something that you hear about. Well, but you don't uh, know. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, you know.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah,
3: In this world, I don't know. I only have the pill that somebody gave me here I don't, or the mushrooms. I don't know. Like... I'm just on the bat, going on the bat at Canada's Wonderland
2: over I've and over again. I've <laughs> taken
3: like around three and a half, four grams like a couple of times in my life and one of those times, wow, I, I really did lose. I looked in the mirror. Yeah. I lost complete sense of self it was wild and i don't know that i would ever want to do that again and i'm pretty I, open-minded with drugs but that one yeah, yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> although it's
3: where i was my buddies were also where we it was a hockey team the saint john's leaves in 2000 and all the boys were like oh you're going to trip out you're going to be fucked up your brain's going to be fu-. i didn't need to yeah. be hearing that i've heard yeah, that you yeah your environment
2: rugby. is everything right yeah I took some once and lost it. Not lost it, but I had to to really rein it in there for about about two songs at a Broken Social Scene outdoor concert. (laughs) Wow. Wearing top hats and then just realizing, like, what the fuck are we doing right now?
3: Speaking of concerts, my next question, what's the biggest crowd you've ever played? We didn't really get into it, but you play drums, right? And you play quite a bit.
2: Uh um no, I in the big in the bigger band that I played in, I played bass uh, actually. But uh Jared I, I plays do drums. Dabble on the drums. When Jared and I tinkered around with the band we had uh for a little bit, I, I played drums. We actually we would switch off. Like we would it was a two-man band, it was a good punk thing, Sistine Shrapnel. And, uh, I I didn't (laughs) uh,
3: know this. I hear you guys talking about, I don't know if I've ever directly asked you other than being a good times. It was a
2: quick, it was a quick little project. We just had some fun playing some gigs and stuff like that. But, uh, um, yeah, no, with, uh, with the band that we had called TV heart attack, which is now predominantly now the same band called actors all in capital letters. Um, and they're fantastic. I've recorded on, uh, first and maybe second album i'm not sure if jay used it but um uh yeah um they actually gave me a little shout out at the show at the horseshoe uh, uh about a month ago but um we the biggest crowd like we did some cfl opening things we played uh what i what was it called there was a festival there with with like the killers and uh metric and um that was that was pretty big how did you gain, we were...
3: how did you gain fame in this in this band that was just thrown together like early like how did you guys get so well big, so fast
2: jay the the guy jason corbett who was the lead singer had been playing in bands he was a few he had a few years on us um he had been playing in a band called the saddle sores which yeah. was like uh kind of a rockabilly and they, they had some success and so because of that Then he recorded a debut album of TV heart attack with a few other people in the lineup. They had some interest from some pretty big, uh, um, labels at the time when all that stuff would go on. And, uh, and then that in turn got us some shows. I actually came in, um, they knew I was musical. So they were like, Hey, come, uh, we, like we lost a keyboard player. We need you to play keyboards. I was actually talking to Diana about this the other day. Um, and, um, I didn't really know how to play. Like, they were like, you, know, you can play the tambourine, and it's just like certain little parts of the keyboard, you'll be fine. And, um, and uh, we, <laughs> I had, st- so I had put wow. stickers with the notes on the keys. <laughs> and, and we went on tour, and we were playing okay. with a band called, they were pretty big. Like, we opened up with Sloan, uh, really? we did a few shows with them, toured with them. Those were big shows. Those big were definitely fan of big Sloan. shows. They're great. So talented. So talented. Um, it was a trip because my dad was a, was a, was a, um, a, is a musician as well in the East coast and all throughout Nova Scotia, Huey McDonald. And, um, and when I was a kid, when he was recording his first album, he was going in and out of the studio when Sloan was going in there. So then when I went when we were opening for Sloan, I was like, Hey, when i was a kid i used to watch you guys do your first album he's like oh thanks for fucking making me feel old like, you know, wow. like but uh but no they're they're great like we did shows with them to say what was the biggest was uh it was pretty tough, probably one of those like yeah sloan the, the outdoor festival those, obviously yeah, th-
3: those are massive dude yeah. I, I just
2: oh and it, i'll tell you when when you I actually told Dolo this too from from the show when he was, because he's a musician, he was asking me, like, playing bass, like, oh, fuck, what was that like? Um, It wasn't until we played the outdoor festival, and the name's escaping me, what it was called. It was like Somersault or something. It's at the Thunderbird Stadium in BC in Vancouver. Yeah,
3: well, enough said.
2: And yeah, it's big. Um, We were on the other stage, but even still, when you hear, like you do a quick sound check before you're like a line check before you start. And our drummer at the time, Dom Coletta, he pounded, he pounded like, like a Dave Grohl almost. And and it was, he was so good. And so to be able to play with the drummer, that was so good and to be like locked in and keeping that like steady tempo. We were kind of playing more stuff like, uh, like early U2, like, um, uh, you know, Joy Division esque type stuff. So to hear wow. that go through uh, a loud PA out there and echo, and know that you're controlling it, well, that was a tra- like that was to me that was a turning point where it was like,
3: oh, well, oh yeah, you've dabbled in okay. all these things, right? Like you've dabbled, you've dabbled, dabbled. Yeah, yeah, just just dabbled though. Yeah, that is
2: <laughs> just
1: is still
3: wild. Well, let me guess, uh, no. I, I don't know what to guess. What was your style? Like, when you were on stage, not just you personally, you, you and, like, were you preppy? It said Joy Division. Like, did you dress like Joy Division, or were you out We kind of
1: had style? a
2: little bit of a... We had a little bit of a... We were kind of going with what the styles were. Like, so... Yeah, there was a time when, uh, you know, the killer, we were all in suits at one point. Then we were kind of, like, in leather with, you know, a little bit of eye, okay. uh, whatever, this
1: liner. Okay. Yeah,
2: it was more like um, fitting the, the mold. You know, the strokes were big at yeah. the time. Uh, we played, uh, we played, uh, there's a show, we played the last show, the very, very last show in Vancouver at Richards on Richards. And for those who know Dicks on Dicks, it's, uh, that's a, it was a, such an amazing show. We were playing with, I think it was like Art Bergman and uh and the von bondies and the von bondies guy had just gotten into a a notable fight with jack white um, because they hated each other in some way um anyway so that was giving him a little bit more fame and they came to me like we had just got done uh half the leaps i don't know if i've told this story on a cast before too but like sundin and all these people we're all when he or not the Leafs the Canucks because he came to the Canucks they all came to watch and they were sitting on the side of the stage and I was playing and like, oh fuck like I got a little starstruck I walk over to my guitar player Art and I'm just like quietly as we're playing like I'm like nine o'clock Canucks and then <laughs> you know then we go back so we're chatting with them they, they uh, Ryan Johnson was a big fan who who's a great player um he was a big fan of our band. So he was always bringing the boys and like Edler at the time and all these guys. Edler was young, getting pissed off and, and uh and coming. And uh the Bond Bondies were there playing and we uh he had broken a string right before a big solo and he kind of looked at me like side stage and was like fucking change my strings. And I was like, Oh Jesus Christ, like put my whiskey down and I look and I'm like, okay, and I just quickly I'm winding it up for him and like got it done quickly tuned it. Then I look at him, I pass him back. He's like, fuck yeah. And then he goes to hit the first note, and just, bam, breaks again. And I was like, fuck my head and just walked away. Like, Jesus, so embarrassing.
3: Jesus. Jesus. Um, you find yourself in.
2: Yeah. But the, playing the last show at, at Richards on Richards, I kind of forgot about that one. That was like a uh, uh, monumental one, I guess you could say. So
3: if you could yeah. eat only one chocolate bar the rest of your life, what would it be? Score, like you said that knowing, yeah. There's not yeah. Even anything close. No, no. Score always been
2: score all day, all day. And now they make those little mini bites too. They're deadly. They yeah.
3: Now, <laughs> if you could eat only one type of chip the rest of your life,
1: Ooh. not so. Easy. Um, no. The there's the uh, the baked ketchup old Dutch. Really,
2: yeah. Is that oh, for yeah. a
3: health reason or you just love the taste? No,
2: they're just so good. Wow, okay. they're like
3: yeah, yeah they're so that. damn good. I think yeah. I'd go with. You know what I love what when I'm you stoned. Going? I love. I don't know the chocolate bar. I, I, I just throw something out there, but I, the chip when I'm stoned, I love eating Doritos Cool Ranch. It's like oh, it's, a burst of flavors. It, <laughs> it is. It's like, it's, a, it's a the sweet chili heat Dorito one is good too. They, it it is it is Doritos yeah. have a lot of those like. <laughs> They must. It must go into the punch you in the here. mouth. Let's let's make this for people that are getting stoned. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Uh, absolutely. So flavors can go on a little chip.
1: Absolutely.
3: The chocolate still has to be based around chocolate. You got your nuts. You know, you got maybe the odd marshmallows. But Zesty
2: cheese ain't bad either. Sometimes, you know, no, like, those like, are straight like, up for just, a few,
3: though. I just pop it in like they, they, those Starbucks commercials and Skittles. And they're all these bursting with flavor. But to me. There's nothing more bursting with flavor than a Doritos Cool Ranch chip, which brings me to my right. next question.
1: All right.
3: For your other two years, now your, stu- your, your son here, no. two years <laughs> he's already got paid for university because you're going to get absolutely whacked double dose. Go to Canada's Wonderland with a Be- Beatles sergeant pepper outfit on. Right. We've agreed on that. So now, yeah, for his next two years. OK, you got to wear a pair of shorts. And you got to stick a dildo out of your ass and walk around as if there's nothing. So clearly it looks like you have a huge butt plug. Like clearly there's a dick in your ass. You're walking around. You got little like maybe yellow. Let's make them yellow, like fluffy shorts on really high. type. Oh there's clearly something sticking out of your ass, but you act normal. You got sandals on, you look stylish. Other than that, <laughs> you know, it's pretty cool. This guy's in shorts. He look at him. It's Michael's, but I think he's taking it up the ass as he's walking around. Well, that's too bad. And you can't tell anybody why. This I is was just going to ask
2: you that. I'd be like, this is for my kid.
3: No, <laughs> you got to act like, you know, and it's not it's ever so like when you're walking around, you can see it like something's going on like this guy. Yeah, like, is
2: it, it's 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 just poking out the it's back, poking out like of like your you ass. A tail.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like you either have a tail or, you know, it's too hard. You're, you're not taking oh. a shit. you've got a dick up your ass.
2: I don't know, man. I mean, like, I don't know what the future holds, right? So what, you gotta do what you gotta do for your son? Is that what,
1: is that way is what you gotta well, say? I, I,
3: don't I don't know. know. I, there's I mean, no point I, to it. I don't know if I I've would never, do it. First one, I could get around. Yeah, I'm all fucked a- up. I'm on mushrooms. The second yeah. one, I'm walking around with a dick up my ass. I don't know. It might <laughs> it might hurt your son. Not not that I'm saying that being gay would, but even, even no. being gay, that's a little bit over the top. And maybe people would go, like, this guy's lost his mind. You wouldn't get another film job? I mean, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Would you do it?
1: let's see why not
3: oh wow that's <laughs> huge i don't not. know i love penny lane to death but i don't know how i could get around that four uh, years of paid school it is it's uh, but i might do it i it's I, I really don't know can we
2: clump it all into one like w- week and then just and just say like ryan was having it was going It'd through depend something and where you are you know, too. like yeah, yeah yeah
3: you know I I can <laughs> do a one-off weekend and head out to Grand Falls or something and walk like, around and okay people in we, a town ten thousand think that I got to dick up my ass fine fine fair enough but you know do I, I don't the, know if I'd be wanting to walk around at the premiere in fucking Montreal like it I don't know
2: <laughs> like could you do it in the Sergeant Pepper's uh, outfit and just knock it all off in one shakes of the lamp tail no pun intended <laughs> well no
3: because then there's an excuse if you're on mushrooms there's an excuse for anything. Kind of That's why the about. first one, I'm like, you know, I'll just say I'm on mushrooms, no matter what. Yeah, but yeah. I think I can see your point. You know, just if you just ignore it and just act like it didn't happen. It's only one day. Just act like, what are you talking? Just about? Just own it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And you, and you could, you, it doesn't have to be so obvious that people got it on the gram. You know, just walk yes. by, people are like, what the fuck, and then <laughs> just make it. Then just turn around. It's like what? Just one glimpse, turn around. It was all a rumor. Oh, but I saw you with a dick in your ass. No, but I didn't. Yes, you did. I was looking right at you. No, you weren't. Must have been somebody else. Next question.
2: Uh, Richard Gere. One
3: genre of music the rest of your life. That sounds easy. You know, you could go, well, I love rap. I love classic rock. But if it's only one the rest of your life, I also love my time at night when I'm listening to Billie Holiday or jazz or Miles Davis or whatever it might be for me. Mm -hmm. I think I would go with classic rock. I'd need about a half hour to give you a real answer and go through my list. Yeah,
2: I I, I think so, too, actually. I mean, I I love my hip hop, but uh, and it would be a very close second. But I think like somewhere around like the 70s, late 60s era of rock, like the birds and like shit like that, like
3: somewhere around there. I think so, too, because, yeah. you know, especially if you're talking the Beatles or the Stones, let's just say we could we could have this conversation all day. Yeah, music on here a lot. If you're talking the Beatles and the Stones, you could kind of get to that. They have a lot of blues anyway. I mean, the Stones are a blues band, really. So yeah. and, you know, there's enough songs. The Beatles got some instrumentals that you wouldn't even know. Uh that are on Magical Mystery Tour. They're like, it's like listening to Beethoven or something. So th- if it's a diverse, whereas, okay, whereas I love, say, Pearl Jam, but it's any yeah. better singing. And it, it's one vocalist. It's even, even with the Stones, it's very much with the Beatles. I find that's, that's one of my appeals to the Eagles as well and the Beatles that everybody yeah. in the band at some point is a lead singer. They all wrote one of their major songs, at least one. Uh, yeah. and, and it's very, very diverse. Like yeah. Sgt. Pepper sounds nothing like something which sounds nothing like come together which sounds nothing like revolution and i could even mm-hmm. go there with the stones and good point nothing like miss you sounds nothing like satisfaction but a lot of the bands like i know right away when it's pearl jam i love them but i know right away right yeah you see or whoever yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah okay here's you have a time machine okay right and you get to go back now what you've got to do here you got to go back before like really civil civilization so you're going like we're talking cavemen just starting maybe maybe people have started agriculture maybe but you're back in that time you're five ten thousand years ago ten thousand years ago say and um I, i guess a little bit further but you know what i mean there there's there's certainly no english as we know it um there's the communication doesn't even exist as we know it it's it's grunts it's I'm sure it's some kind of language, but there was you know it wasn't English like we know it, so you can't explain yourself. You got to go and what you've got to do, you got to hit on the leader of this clan wherever it is. Say you're in where would they have been back then in uh, probably South Africa or Africa. Yeah, you're in Africa somewhere. So right, you're you you've got to go there. They they hover around a cave. The leader lives in a cave with his wife or the girl that he beat over the head and dragged with her hair up to the cave back then i think there was a little bit you know wasn't yeah. quite as civilized yeah. so this girl that he owns you've got to go and you've got to hit on her okay now his village people let's say there's 40 of them and they're living in the lower in the mountain he's up in the cave and they're living lower and they, they've they've they're just starting to farm they realize that they can hunt and eat and whatever but it's a series of grunts i guess they're wondering how the fuck did i get here so there must be gods of some sort they must you know science yeah so what i'm saying is that what i'm going to give you so you've got to go and you've got to hit on this girl you're probably going to get killed if you had nothing with you right yeah but what you've what what i would do is try to prove that i'm i'm trying to intimidate the leader or at least yeah him respect my powers okay my powers maybe i'm a god caveman wear clothes you get to wear the clothes that are from today so at least you look different but i'm going to give you a lighter, okay. a gun or a motorbike, a lighter. I think you could because, I mean, fire must have been if you can just produce fire. I'm thinking you're a god, a gun. Fuck you. But it's kind of barbaric. <laughs> even even it wasn't invented yet. But I mean, a gun. I mean, come on. With but few, still like, pops in the air. <laughs> you can shoot the motherfucker. <laughs> but then you're a murderer. You want to get yeah. away. You don't want to be a murder, Or even you could shoot it off and not kill him, I guess, and be a god if they really understood the level of shoot him in the foot. Or a motorbike, no. you could just get the fuck out of Dodge and enjoy the day. That's what I mean. Yeah. But you're there for one day. So what would you take? I'd take the motorcycle for sure. And just put them. her on the back and just,
2: <laughs> just take off, man. I you would have to want to jump on it.
3: Well, I think. And, you know, either one, I think you would be. And it would scare the
2: shit out of, the, out of most people.
3: But if you just went up, like, think their biggest commodity That they would have their biggest asset at that time i'm guessing is making fire and they can't do it immediately even at the best of times before you know you got to have two sticks right back then and you could make it happen i'm sure but if you just had a lighter have a little backfire just immediate you know know what Fuck you i'm gonna light this on fire right now i i think they (laughs) might see you as a god maybe and i think that's true and if you were a god depending on your life on this earth maybe you're maybe it's in 10 years and our life sucks Maybe you're back there and you don't mind it. Maybe, you know, you're weaning the chief, whatever the fuck his name is, his his wife, right? He's out of the picture. The people start looking up to you, (laughs) Yeah, you know?
2: I, I mean, these are all great options. I thought the gun at first, so I just like kind of just scare and like just be like, and let them see the fire or the muzzle flash kind of come out. Would they be, like, be bah, scared? Bah.
3: They wouldn't know. You'd have to shoot something first. To yeah, let them know. I'd the shoot the rock to fast. let them know.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: They're going to know that you make a big sound, big deal.
2: Well, their little pile of rocks that they'd have next to their whatever, I'd just shoot that and then see the smoke come up from it. Just
3: think about this. If you walked up to the cave and said, come on out here, motherfucker, and this guy came out and you know that he already raped his wife because that's who he is. So if you just shot his leg, don't you think that now I still got the gun. Now you back up, motherfucker. I think that might do it in itself, but it's too easy. Yeah.
2: It's too easy. I, I like the motorcycle kind of esque of like seeing you guys ride off into the sunset.
3: <laughs> yeah, dusting them. Um, name three of your favorite restaurants in Toronto.
2: Oh boy, uh, let's say oh, there's the Octagon in uh,
1: outside of Thornhill. Uh, um. Gosh, I'm forgetting names. Uh, what's the? Hold on.
2: Well, hey, mean, darling, what's that Lebanese or like that chicken place we love? D- yeah, well, that too actually. Dave's on chicken, but no, the the it? like Mediterranean one. Miva Me, that's great. Miva Me, never heard of. Yeah, it. it's just it's easy, it's quick. Um, the octagon, even me, I mean, oh, I well, will we'll lie. We'll I had the red the lobster parlor. for the first time out here. I was gonna say the parlor,
3: too, just um, for a shout out. Our friend, um, the parlor. uh, you know, listen off, off topic, but and by the way, my yeah. favorite patio in Montreal is Weinstein and Govino, it's on Crescent Street. Okay, so people might go. Crescent Street's a bit touristy, but I've, I've gone there my whole life, I, the first time. My buddy, Jeremy Charles, like I said, and I, we found ourselves in Montreal at 19 years old, best buddies, grew up in Mount Pearl. It was like, what the fuck? How are we even here? And I love it so much. I went and I had tortellini rosé 14 days straight. Part of that was a bet for the summer. Oh the first seven days were completely optional and um, I loved it. So we're going to go there, but you know, what's the weirdest place? I, I didn't have this in my mind, but the weirdest place I've eaten in Toronto was four or five years ago. I was there doing some stand up and everything and and that's that's another story in itself. But uh, I was going to say what I went and I'm one of the guys that I knew that was living there that I met in the comedy game. He said you got to go to this place and check it out. I don't remember the name of it. I went there. Now the the whole shtick was that you're eating in the dark. Have you heard of this? Oh, I've I've I've, I've uh, actually I've done heard. that in Montreal. Okay, I didn't know it was that. called I, Noir. I, Okay, it's called Noir There too. And I, I and they I,
2: actually and they hire like real blind people to serve you,
3: dude. And I, I tell you this, I was like, What kind of a fucking gimmick is this? This is
2: oh, I spilt my wine and I, like I thought it
3: was stupid and silly, but to be honest with you, when the food came out, I really enjoyed it. And me and him yeah. ordered, he goes, Just let me order for you so you don't know what's coming. And that was even yeah. better. So Because the whole thing, I'm like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. But when we were in there, I actually did enjoy it. It was amazing. Yeah. I have no idea what it's like to eat blind. Well, no, sorry. I didn't. And I hate, I'm not underestimating being blind Man, That would suck. It would be. But I've always wondered. I'm like, it, it must enhance your taste. So I've. Like, shut my eyes and I've eaten, but it's not the same. But this, yeah, this kind of gave me, I think, I think, oh, it was amazing.
2: Idea. Yeah. Like, my, my starter salad, my fork would go in and then I'd bring it up to my face and you could tell that there was a great big piece of lettuce that's hitting me in the forehead. And then I ended up taking my wine glass and sticking it between my feet under the table so I wouldn't smell it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, nowhere yeah. Was was <laughs> else.
1: Yeah. I
3: just, yeah, yeah I, I remember there was that going on. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, good call million. I dollars
3: that place. million coming your way. But what you got to do is change faces. So your face is going to look like the late John Candy. It's a big fat face, but he's not particularly ugly or anything. But you got oh. a big fat face with a double chin to go on your nice body. So you got to have his face and one of your feet from your knee down is a hoof. It's going to be like a, cow, a, a cow's leg. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you've got John Candy face. You've got one of your legs from your knee down is the lower, ha- lower part of the cow. You've got a yeah. hoof, but $250 million.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, why not? He's a pretty jovial. Uh, well, why I mean, not? He's a very inviting. You no,
3: know, and, and you're, you're in a great relationship. But let's just say you ever. I mean, I'm not saying that like, you're going to get divorced or, or right. any of that. And I mean, who know who wants that? I'm just saying yeah, I even, just you start know,
2: producing,
1: producing. Even if films, your girl
3: so. now wants some loving in 10 years, you know, she's sick of John Candy and Mr. Hoof,
1: but you're <laughs> going to have to have it.
3: But you know what? Yeah. She'll like the 240 million dollars uh, exactly. that are left yeah. over. Yeah.
2: yeah. You, that, that, that I could find ways to, to, uh, to make that money worth it.
3: Last question. you got an all-time line, okay? And uh, you got to pick five players and a goalie, except their names can't be Gretzky, Howe, or, Gre- or Lemieux, or any Montreal Canadiens.
2: Five players. Three forwards,
3: two D, and a goalie. And they can't be a Canadian or those four I mentioned?
2: They can't be. Oh, like a Montreal Canadian, yeah. Uh, okay. So Steve
3: Eisenman's one of your favorite players. I'm guessing, you're yeah,
2: there. I'm gonna throw him on there. Um,
3: doesn't you? You're not there's no right let's, or wrong let's
2: throw Pavel Bure on there for a little. Uh,
3: that is a 100% fantastic yeah. legendary answer that I haven't heard yeah. yet. And I don't know why. He's a fucking unreal player.
2: Yeah, let's throw him on there for some razzle dazzle um
1: okay and then as the other winger let's go or let's go like timu in his prime another unreal answer
3: 76 goal rookie season Uh, thank you yeah
2: uh Al McGinnis for the clapper in his uh, prime on the back end there. Great
3: fucking answer right Nova, there. He was he, he would have shit. been, like, my fourth. I was right there with him.
1: Yeah. And then, oh God. It's tough to say, man. I mean, holy shit. Like, it, it, we haven't
2: seen where his career has gone, but the way he skates, Kale McCarr, like, holy shit. But uh, I don't think maybe him, like, we're going all time. Like, up, like a... Maybe Niedermeyer.
3: That's what I just had. A quarterback. Yeah. I had, uh, who the fuck did I have on the one side? I had Niedermeyer.
2: Pronger could be a, and or. Lid- oh, that's what I had Pronger <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then
3: either Niedermeyer or Lidstrom. I couldn't come to a.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think Niedermeyer's finesse might take over Pronger's.
3: Yeah. I mean, nastiness. There's, there's no bad answer there.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, for goalie, Holy
2: smokes. Uh, oh, that's a tough one. Uh, la, 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 la. Let's it go for tough. all uh, Luongo in his prime.
3: There's not. Yeah, that's a great answer. There's it's not as cut and dry with goalies. I find
2: goalies. Just, they all have their little ebbs and flows. It seems like these days and like, they must.
3: Right. Because I've always yeah. said like, well, you, you can't make yourself score either. But even the best goalies, like look at Vasilevsky, if you get in his face and it, if, if you tip a, a shot, a hard hundred yeah. shot, Three feet from it's the goalie. Good. I mean, I just, you, you just can't stop everything. Um, so, listen, great answers. And you know a lot about hockey. I, I give you that credit. You really do. Thank because, you. Uh, that would I challenge love it. Any lineup I've heard so far. So, uh, listen, I love you. You're one of my best buddies. You too, I'll see man. I'll tomorrow. And, um, can't wait. Do- one thing we should mention, we're going to do a podcast soon. Um, for people that I have, that, you know, the whole reason I had Ryan on today, not only from Shorzy, and he's a good hockey guy and a good friend, but part of the reason anyway was uh, that we're going to do a podcast and we're going to start it soon. We're not sure the name of it. I'm like probably be TR and McD something like that. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about hockey, a little bit about sports, but it's going to be it's not going to be Tales with TR. We're going to make sure it's different. So Yeah. You know, we we're, we're going to talk a lot about hockey TV shows uh, we'll
2: talk about some, of, you know, some film yes, industry, current events current events, events everything. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just let it be open.
3: We're going to let it be open And as as yeah. shorty moves along. Right. Clearly, there will be things and we'll leave a mailbox somewhere for people to ask questions. There'll clearly be things you'd like to know about certain scenes, certain people, certain plot lines. And as they reveal themselves, we're going to be able to talk about them. We just can't do much about that now. But uh, yeah. Tune in. McDee, thanks oh, a lot, by the way. I'm looking forward. Hey, man, to
2: this that. was a blast. This was a blast. And I'm looking forward to seeing everyone tomorrow. In Montreal It's going to be a it's gonna be fun.
3: So I can't wait to see you, buddy. Thanks for doing this episode one hundred and two B of Tales with TR. I guess I'll wrap it up here because I gotta head out. I'm furnishing my house, buddy, and I'm I'm on the go. We're in Toronto last weekend, Montreal, Love it. and I'm just setting up big, even the you know the washer dryer, the fridge, like shit, like that.
2: Yeah, um, I'm doing another podcast in an hour and a
1: half here too. So
3: <laughs> there you go. Time is precious, Man, and, um, yeah. and we're running out of it. Um, but listen, thanks again. Okay, thank you. Okay, I'll see you soon. This has been episode 102B of Tales with TR. Folks, check out Greensleeves Downtown Uptown, Trinity Pub, TJ's Pub, Bull and Barrel, Rob Roy. Those are my favorite places to go downtown. If I want to throw in a bite, of course, I go to Greensleeves here and there, but I go to Merchant Tavern and Blue on Water. Love those places. Wedgwood Cafe. Why the hell wouldn't you go there on Elizabeth Avenue? They're also available for unbelievable catering. Penny Posh Women's Wear Reimagined. My ex-wife, Danielle Young. She has come a long way. She's got Penny Posh now. It's not just the hoodies. Coveralls are coming on the market. She just signed a big deal. Congrats to her. If anybody wants a hoodie, check it out. Uh, they're normally $129.99. They're unbelievable. The best hoodies I've ever put on. I wear one. I swear to God. Wait till you see the material. It, they're unreal. We'll unload one for $69.99, and I'll throw in a book. That's just for the next little while. we got to get rid of some old industri- in, uh, inventory. When I say we, I mean her. It's not my company. I just help her out. So everybody, thanks again. Oh, I always recommend an album. Uh, okay, Badfinger. Just go Greatest Hits. Okay, and check out the tragic story of Badfinger, an unreal story, um, an unreal band. And I'll get into it next podcast. But uh, the best of Badfinger, my favorite are No Matter What, Baby Blue, and Oh God, Day After Day. Those are my three three favorite Badfinger songs. Uh, locally. Check out the Navigators. Um, Those are a great local band. Anything by them. Just go to Spotify or wherever you get your hits. Thanks again, everybody. This has been 102B with Ryan McDonald. Jersey comes out tomorrow in Canada. Crave TV, check it out. Hulu in the States on the 27th of May. I'll be in Montreal tomorrow. Catch you guys on The Rebound. Thanks again.